Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. So today, I thought I would talk about my top, well, not my top 11 quotes, but 11 of my favourite quotes. Don't ask me why it's 11. I, it just it's ended up as that. Um, and and why I love them. Now, I know that quotes have become this real thing. And everybody, myself included, posts quotes on Instagram all the time. But I think a lot of people just sort of throw them up there for want of anything better to post. And <laughs> myself included. Um, and I think people can sometimes think that quotes are a bit naff or whatever. But I just love them and always have done. I've been a fan of quotes since I was a kid, literally. Um, And I remember my mum bought me a book of quotes called A Dancing Star many, many, many years ago. And I've loved that book since I was about 11 or 12. I remember poring over it in my bedroom, in my childhood home, in the house where I grew up in, in Dorset. And quotes were always something I kind of reached for, for as long as I can remember. And I've always had them up in my various rooms, in flat shares and house shares. And I've got several framed quotes in the flat where I live now. So anyway, I thought I would go through some of my favourites to hopefully provide you with, you know, some thought-provoking words and potentially some words that might change your life or at least just make you think about some things in a different way. Anyway, enough of my spiel. Let's get on with it. Um, oh, and by the way, these are in a totally random order. And as I say, they're not necessarily definitely my 11 favourite. But when I started sort of prepping for this episode, I realised that I was opening up such a can of worms that I just had to be, you know, really strict and just go for the first 11 that I chose. It's like basically like trying to pick my top 11 songs. Basically impossible. Um, now, there might be a lot of noise in the background today because I've got two cats in the flat and I have to record this episode now so any banging around or meowing I do apologize but I can't really do anything about it um anywho so the first quote is from someone called Morgan Harper Nichols who is an autistic mixed media artist who makes beautiful art which she tends to mix with beautiful words and this quote goes like this This is the season she will make beautiful things. Not perfect things, but 
honest things that speak to who she is and who she is called to be. Now, I came across this quote uh, around about the same time I started the podcast, and it just seemed so fitting. And at that time, I'd had to really kind of make the decision to just start and start messy because done is better than perfect. Another quote I love. Uh, But yeah, what I take from this quote is ultimately we need to follow our dreams, whatever that means to us. And it but it makes me think of authenticity. And I suppose relating this back to the podcast, it was something that I knew I felt called to do. Um, And also expressing myself through my voice and presenting a podcast very much is who I feel called to be. And you know, this is the season she will make beautiful things. Well, it's also the idea that whatever we choose to make is beautiful because it's ours. And that's why it's not perfect, because nobody's perfect. But as long as we're doing what we truly feel called to be doing, it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be authentic. So yeah, this quote just resonates with me so, so much. And I think there's something we can all take from it, because I think being authentic in life is actually, ironically, incredibly difficult, Um, can be, you know, incredibly hard. But anyway, I'll just read the quote out again. So it's, this is the season she will make beautiful things, not perfect things, but honest things that speak to who she is and who she is called to be. I just think it's really beautiful. Okay, The next quote is definitely one of my favourites, and it's from a guy called Howard Thurman, who was an American author and philosopher, and it goes like this. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it, because what the world needs is people who have come alive. I just love this quote so much. It literally gives me goosebumps. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And I think this is particularly important in the world right now because so many people are feeling worried about the state of the world, about the rising cost of living, about the environment, about a million and one other things. And it's very easy to become part of that sort of perpetuating cycle of worry and negativity and generally thinking that the world is shit and life is shit. You know, I come across so many people, whether it's in the coffee shop or people I know locally in my area or neighbours or whoever it may be. But what I'm hearing from people at the moment is really that they're not loving life, which which is incredibly sad because what are we here for if not to enjoy ourselves? Like, seriously, not in a selfish or in any kind of, you know, not caring about the state of the world kind of way. But no matter what is going on at the moment, we still all only get one short life. And we are here to thrive and make the most of it, not just be pulled down by the general malaise of other people and, you know, the, the, most of the population, quite frankly. So when this quote says, don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes you come alive and go do it, because what the world needs is people who've come alive... I resonate with this so much because if we are showing up in the world with joy and excitement and positivity and hope and happiness, 
then that high vibration state is going to rub off on other people because that's the way it works. We respond to people's energy. And so if we're putting out good energy, we're passing that good energy along. And ultimately, that's good for the world much more so than engaging in all of the negative narratives. That doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean that I don't care. It just means that we understand that what people actually need is people who are happy and joyful because it shows us and it reminds us of what is possible for us. Okay, so this next quote I bloody love. I'm going to say that about all of them, obviously. It's by Anonymous, so who knows where the hell it came from, but it goes like this. This really is one of my favourites, actually. She silently stepped out of the race she never wanted to be in, found her own lane and proceeded to win. She silently stepped out of the race she never wanted to be in, found her own lane and proceeded to win. Oh my gosh, this is such a great quote and it's definitely applicable to us single gals because let's face it, We are not partaking in the same race as everybody else. We're in a different lane because we're not walking along that prescribed path in life. But I would say lean into that. And I love the idea of finding your own lane. I would rather be in my own lane than in the same one as everybody else. And for me, I feel as though being single and not having kids has turned out to be very much my lane, not least because of what I'm doing now with my life. But like the quote says... I never really wanted to win the other race. I just felt like I should want to. But something inside me was pulling me in a very different direction. And as soon as I stepped out of that lane, and this goes for for not just me being single and not having kids, but also what I'm doing with my life in terms of, you know, leaving Radio 2 and then leaving the detective thing because I always felt so strongly that I just wasn't where I was supposed to be. And the minute I made the decision to step out of the life that was expected of me, I started to feel like myself. And I feel more and more like me every day. And some people may think that I'm more and more different. I'm more and more unlike me. And I'm more changed from the person that I was or the person that they thought I was. But in actual fact... I feel like I'm just coming back to who I actually am. So, yeah, she silently stepped out of the race she never wanted to be in, found her own lane and proceeded to win. Bloody love it. Okay, this next quote is from Maya Angelou, who I'm sure you all know, but just in case you don't, Maya Angelou was an American poet, storyteller, activist, and you'll often hear of people who were inspired by her, not least Oprah, Barack Obama and Nelson Mandela. So the quote from her that I love is this. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Now, this is such an interesting thing to think about. And it was actually a friend of mine who reminded me of this about a year ago when he told me something that he remembered about me when we were kids, well, teenagers, and how I'd made him feel a certain way because of something I'd said. And it was a real compliment to me. And it reminded me of this quote, because it's so true that, you know, and of course, we do remember some of the things that people people do or say, obviously, but those things will often be misremembered. You know, we'll, we'll remember our version of what somebody said or what somebody did. But when it comes to how people make us feel, we don't forget that feeling. Um, So I think it's really a quote to live by. 
Um, now, I mentioned just now Nelson Mandela as being one of the people who was inspired by Maya Angelou. And actually, this next quote is one of his. And it says, very simply, I never lose. I either win or learn. And I love this because I mentioned on a mini-sode recently, or maybe maybe it was, I think it might have been in my newsletter, actually. But either way, I was either talking or writing about how I don't really believe in the word failure. Um, you know, in other words, losing. Um, I don't really believe anymore in failure as a kind of concept, not only because I just don't think it serves us, but also because ultimately anyone who is successful goes through quote-unquote, failure. And the way I like to look at it is that success is along the same road as failure, except success is just a bit further along that road. In other words, we have to get things wrong before we get them right. And there are many things in my life that I could look upon as a failure, and perhaps other people have looked upon them as my failures. For example, you know, leaving a great job at Radio 2 to become a freaking detective and then leaving that after about five minutes. But both of those were just my path to getting to the place where I am now. And if I hadn't done those things, I would probably still be working at Radio 2, feeling like I always did, i.e. there is more for me than this. I'm playing small. I have more potential than this is allowing me to express. So yeah, if you think you've so-called failed at something, turn it around and think that number one, you get to learn something. Um, Number two, it's a redirection in your life. And number three, if you're so-called failing, it means you're taking action. And if we want to get anywhere in life, we have to do things where there's a risk that something will go wrong or it won't work out or we'll stumble and fall, but then we'll get back up and keep walking down that road. Because as I say, those people who become really successful, you can bet your bottom dollar that they have failed multiple times. And those who haven't are not even trying. And more than that, you know, those who fail, they they learn. You know, it's, we have to learn through our mistakes. I mean, there's another kind of classic saying, you learn through your mistakes, but it's so damn true. So there you go. I never lose. I either win or learn. Okay, quote number six comes from a guy called Ralph Marston, who was an American football player. And this quote very much resonates with with me, which which probably won't surprise you if you're a regular listener of this podcast. So the quote goes like this. Happiness is a choice, not a result. Nothing will make you happy until you choose to be happy. Your happiness cannot come to you. It can only come from you. And as you'll probably know from the podcast, I believe with every fibre of my being in this concept because I've been in both places. I've been in the place where I was very much waiting for things to come into my life, whether it was a boyfriend or a job, but, you know, waiting for things to make me happy. The I'll be happy when illusion, because it is an illusion. Now, it's not to say that we can't get happiness from a relationship or a job or even, you know, a new dress or a holiday or whatever it is. But true, lasting inner happiness, that inner peace, that inner sense of just being, you know, feeling good, that only comes from inside. 
which is why we can be with the love of our life. But if we're not feeling good in ourselves, that partner cannot make us happy. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that a partner can't provide temporary relief when you're feeling low, but someone else cannot make you happy. So please don't fall into that trap. And it is a trap. We have to find happiness within ourselves. And if we don't, it doesn't matter if somebody comes along and we feel happy for a period of time. If we're not good in ourselves, we are going to end up defaulting back to who we are on our own all day long. If you're not in a good place in your own head, you're still going to be in a not good place. When you get into a relationship, all it will do is delay the fact that you're not happy in yourself. Okay, so for the next quote, I felt like I had to include one from the great Albert Einstein, whose whose name has come up on my podcast more than once. And if you ever doubt the things that I say when it comes to everything woo-woo, just read up on Albert Einstein and quantum physics and you'll find your answers there. Um, So I think it's safe to say that most of us would consider Einstein to be one of the brains of, you know, recent times. You know, if he said something, then we tend to think that it's probably based in truth. And that's why I love him, because he also used to bang on about energy. And the quote that I'm going to mention goes like this. Everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Boom. We are 99% energy. It really is that simple. And so whereas most of us are far more concerned with everything in the 3D, you know, with doing and hustling and things and buying things and doing whatever and whatever else... (laughs) Our most important asset actually is our energy because energy creates matter and we get to design the lives that we want if we learn how to tap into the power of our vibrational frequency. I'm obsessed with this stuff, but that's mainly because I've seen what it's done for me. If you change your energy, you change your life. And that is why we need to work on our limiting beliefs, because those beliefs are running 95% of the show that is our lives. And those beliefs are causing the thoughts that we think, the feelings that we subsequently feel, and the actions that we subsequently take or don't. If you take nothing else from me ever, please take seriously the fact that I wang on about raising my vibration. When you raise your vibration, when you feel better, when you feel good more than you feel shit, your life starts to change because you attract the things that are on the same vibrational frequency as you are. It's just how it works. So if you are vibrating in feelings of joy and hope and excitement and enthusiasm and all of those kinds of things, you're going to attract into your life other things on that same frequency. And on the other hand, when you're feeling anxious and scared and jealous and depressed and sad or whatever, the same thing is going to happen. You're going to attract more of the same thing on that frequency that you are vibrating at. That's just how it works. Um, So yeah, change your energy, change your life. 
Okay, quote number eight is a very famous quote by Henry Ford, and it's one of my favourites, and it says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Just the simplicity of this quote is what makes it so effing brilliant. If you think you can do something, you will do it. If you think you can't do something, then you won't. And make no mistake, we are the only ones holding ourselves back. So you've got to work out what it is that you want. You've got to believe that you're capable of doing it. And then you've got to take action. And if you keep on keeping on, despite falling down, despite feeling like a dick, feeling scared, feeling doubtful, if you keep moving through all of those, you know, potential blocks and you keep taking those actions, you will get there. If you really commit to making something happen, something that you really want, if you decide that you are capable of it, then it will happen. Because whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Okay, quote number nine. Number nine, the next quote is from spiritual leader Wayne Dyer, who many of you will probably have heard of. He died a few years ago. Now, there are many quotes of his that I could have picked, but I picked the one that illustrated a point that I really wanted to make. Uh, which you'll have heard me talk about numerous times on the podcast, on Instagram, in my newsletter, etc, etc. So here goes. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. You know, famous quotes like this are famous for a reason, because they speak the truth. And this one is no different. Life is all about perspective. It's all about how we choose to look at things. Full stop, the end, period. Two different people can be faced with the same, the exact same circumstances, but they will both have a completely different experience of those same circumstances because it's not about the circumstances. Obviously, yes, things happen. Things are thrown in our path, yes. But things are thrown in everyone's path. No one escapes the shite of life, no one. But everyone gets a choice as to how they perceive the things that happen in the external world that are out of their control. And remember, everything is out of our control apart from how we choose to see things, essentially. So we might as well take back control and work on ourselves and the lens that we're looking through because that is the one and only thing that we genuinely have control over. So don't be a victim. Remind yourself that only you have the power to change how you look at things. And again, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Okay, two more and we're done. This next quote, I have absolutely no idea who said it, but I love it. And it goes like this. As she let go of the need for approval, she stepped into the person she was meant to be. And I love this because it's essentially saying that we need to stop worrying about other people's opinions because that is what's going to allow us to really be who we're meant to be. When we stop needing approval and we stop worrying about other people's opinions, we are free to live the way that we really want to live. And, you know, we are all affected by this, myself included. But 
if you can get to a point where you can at least just sort of pause that feeling of fear around other people's opinions, or, you know, that fear of embarrassment, and if you can just pause the noise that is the thoughts and opinions of everyone around you, then I think you can really change your life. We don't realise how much it's affecting us. And I think I've said this before, um, that if I could tell my younger self just one thing, it would be, don't worry about what other people think of you. Let it go. Because when we let go of that, when we no longer need that approval from other people, we can just get on and live our best lives, really. You know, our need for validation from others just stops us in our tracks and it just holds us back from doing the things that we want to do because we're scared of what other people are going to think. And this is madness, madness, I tell you. Um, And it leads me nicely on to my final quote of this mini-sode, which is from a poem by Mary Oliver called The Summer Day. Um, And the quote is very simply, tell me, What is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I mean, it's just, again, tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I put this on Instagram really quite recently, I think. Now, I reckon we should all start every single day by asking ourselves this question. Because what are we doing with our one wild and precious life? Are we making the fricking most of it or are we wasting it? Are we really living or are we just existing? Are we playing small or are we reaching for our potential? And as I've already touched on in this mini-sode, the choice is ours. We do not have to suck up a life that we're not happy with. If we want, we can grab life by the fucking bollocks and really make something of it. And what are we here for if not to try and live the most exciting, amazing life we possibly can? And I can tell you something, at the age of 47, the years only go faster, much faster. It is terrifying. So we need to remember that. And if we're not loving our life, we need to ask ourselves, why? And then we need to ask ourselves, what are we going to do about it? So I'll leave you with that because I think that's quite enough from me for one mini-sode. I hope this was helpful and or thought-provoking in some way. Um, I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend and remember that you're awesome. I'll see you back here on Tuesday. Okay, bye!